and Jazz is off. I'm Bruce Claggett in this afternoon. Well, we certainly lost a TV icon over the weekend. Bob Barker, the Price is Right host for many a year, had that silky smooth command and pesh sense of humor. And of course, he was an advocate for animal welfare, this making him a beloved fixture on TV for some 35 years he died at the age of 99. There's so many things you can say about Bob Barker, but let's bring in Rick Forchuk just to take a trip down memory lane. Rick, of course, TV Week magazine columnist, CKNW contributor, friend of the show. Rick, great to be with you. Hey, Bruce, great to be here. Bob Barker, so many things you can say. He started off in the business of radio, went on to television. Uh, was an extraordinary host. What else? What else would you add to that? Well, I would add a number of things. Uh, you mentioned, of course, his commitment to um, pet control with spaying and neutering of animals, and he would say that at the end of every single show, uh, to spay and neuter your pets. That was great. Um, there are a, some really cool quotes. Now, his wife died in 1981, and he never remarried. He had a girlfriend, but he never remarried. And uh, she had a terrific quote uh, when she was interviewed prior to her death. She said, uh, when asked, what was the attributes of the length of your marriage. You've been married a long time. It's a Hollywood marriage. Uh, to what do you attribute that? And she said, well, it's all about just a couple of things. I love Bob Barker, and Bob loves Bob Barker. Yeah. And he did. Yeah, that is true. And uh, that's often true of uh, people who are large TV icons and personalities. Uh, it does come through, but it also gives you a sense, almost like a confidence in going ahead with the show. He did love Bob Barker. Um, but there were other stories where he would just, uh, people lined up to see the show. And The Price is Right was a hot ticket for many a year. But he would come out and talk to some of the people that were, you know, going to go into his audience, which I think is a pretty incredible. Yeah, it is pretty incredible. And he was very much like that. Uh, his fans loved him. He loved his fans. And he did those kinds of things. He would sometimes do his own audience warm-ups in the studio uh, just to get everybody going, get all the juices running. And yes, he would go out on the sidewalk. And anybody who's been to either uh, Hollywood or uh, New York where they do big talk shows and game shows has probably been in this situation. You get an opportunity. Somebody will put the finger on you on the street and say, hey, how'd you like to be in the audience of fill in this name show of the show here? And uh, you go there and, and you wind up standing in line on a sidewalk for sometimes hours. But, hey, it gets you close to show business. And Bob used to come out and talk with people, as you said, Bruce. He would talk with them, get to know them. And I really see him as kind of the last of the iconic game show hosts. Um, Bob Barker, Monty Hall, Alex Trebek, Pat Sajak is still with us, yeah. uh, Bert Convy, who a lot of people won't remember, but these were the best of the best of the best. Uh, I don't see, for example, uh, Drew Carey as being anything like Bob Barker. He's taken over the show. Uh, all due respect to Drew Carey, just doesn't work for me, never has had. Um, and when you look at uh, people like Barker and the 
the gravitas with which he carried himself, uh, I don't know that we'll see anything like that ever again. He was a remarkable man. He was very, very self-confident. We've made that point. Uh, But he was also very bright, very smart. Uh, He had a couple of instances where um, he had uh, sexual harassment charges brought against him. Nothing ever stuck. And uh, uh, he he was quite uh, quite open about uh, his feeling that these were all consensual relationships. Um, but he was a strong, strong player on that stage. I will miss him more than anything just because it closes a chapter. Uh, I don't think we'll go this way again. We won't go back and see this again. Uh, great, great guy, great performer, great game show host. And um, when interviewed a couple of times, he said, for example, uh, his job was easy because it was all about money. Uh, all it was about was the prices, just the prices. Yeah. Of course, there's so much more than that, but, yep, uh, but he he would put it that way. But I think one of the differences back in the Bob Barker era of game show hosts is they had a certain sense of class, a certain sense of uh, being larger than life, and certainly not like today where you have many more comedians being the talk show host. Yeah, and they don't know how to dress. You're right. And they don't know how to carry themselves. Uh, They don't have that same uh, iconic look and feel about them. And uh, again, I don't mean any disrespect to these guys. They're all making a living. Uh, You know, we've we've got a a local person who's still with us, thank goodness. He was a great game show host, Wayne Cox. Wayne Cox, Uh, absolutely. Wayne did a couple of game shows. He did uh, for the Fox-owned and operated stations, a show called Talk About, which ran on CBC television as well, and uh, one called Acting Crazy, which still shows shows up on the game show channel and Wayne had that same sort of feel about him uh, he was kind of uh, recruited into the game show hosting business by Wink Martindale Wink Martindale also a great game show host and Wayne to this very day when you sit and talk with him just has that uh, kind of he's an icon and he's humble uh, but he's very smart as well kind of a guy so uh, game show hosts are a special breed I like them all and uh, I like the older ones the most yeah you know the thing about Wayne Cox and a great guy too but uh wayne came from radio from a radio station known as cknw he did that very thing that's exactly right yeah so you know still still hope for you bruce (laughs) don't have the wayne cox hair uh but that being said uh when you talk about somebody like a bob barker and you talk about him being so confident and really loving bob barker he did on rare occasion have a chance to actually step back and poke fun at the character of Bob Barker. One of those was his in a Vancouver movie, Happy Gilmore, where he Absolutely. came up to our city. And uh, what a great role. It was a great role, and all of those who bumped into him along the way, people in restaurants while he was here, uh, people at the airport, uh, all said the same thing. What an honest-to-goodness nice man he was. And, uh, yes, he got into that fist fight with Adam Sandler and um, did a a great job with it. Very funny. Sandler's comment on the loss of Bob Barker when asked was, uh, well, he beat the crap out of me, so uh, I like him, but he really beat the crap out of me. And it's worth uh, actually checking on YouTube, uh, Bob Barker and uh, Happy Gilmore, just to see that scene. It is a hilarious scene. And uh, that's where I think, you know, the guy had a chance to step back and actually understand who he was in, in order to perform that way. I think that's a real personality at the max. Yeah, it's true. He appeared in uh, a few movies, 
and some television series, always as an exaggerated version of himself. So he wasn't afraid, Bruce, to your point. He wasn't afraid to poke fun at himself and to uh, make like, I'm the big ego guy here and just watch me. But he would do that. He would laugh along with everybody else. And uh, again, just uh, be the classic sort of thing. And we shall never pass this way again. Bob Barker gone at the age of 99, just shy of 100, as close as you can get without going over. It's true. Okay. Rick Forchuk, thanks so much. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks, Bruce.